Well, welcome to On The Way. I'm Pastor Kevin. I'm here with Pastor Jeff. And however, and wherever you may be listening today, Merry Christmas. We're so glad you're tuned in today. Whether you're listening on the radio or your favorite podcasting app, Pastor Jeff, do you have your Christmas shopping all completed, man? I am very, very close. Very close. I uh, I tell people, if I can't buy it for you on Amazon, you're probably not getting it from me because I do not like to go in the stores this time of year. <laughs> it does not make me happy. Yeah. Well, if you are on the way right now to a store, yeah. uh, our sympathies, yeah. I guess, would be our question. Yeah, you know, you could you. park in the parking lot and just get whatever it is on Amazon. Yeah. Usually it comes in two days, yeah. so you're all set. Uh-huh. Well... I know this time of year is a joyous time, yeah. but it's also a hard time for a lot oh, of people. Yeah, it really is. You really know, joy is. is one of those things that we all want, but man, few seem to find it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so what we want to talk about today is how do we find joy during what is supposed to be the most wonderful time of the year? Yeah, yeah. it seems almost antithetical that we have to actually talk about where do you find joy in the most joyful time of the year. But you're absolutely right. For some people, this this season holds a lot of unpleasant memories, or maybe it's their first season without a loved one, mm. and they're they're struggling with that. And and we fully recognize that. And and our our sympathies go out to you as you experience those difficult times. But it is truly the most wonderful time of the year, and we can have joy. And let's—I mean, let's talk about that. How do we do that? Yeah, I think that's the question: is how. Uh, I mean, you might have heard before that joy is a choice. Yeah, that it won't just mm. automatically happen in our lives. Uh, just because it's Christmas time doesn't mean that people automatically be joyful. But right. but some people probably, Pastor Jeff, even wonder: is joy? even possible. I mean, when, when, as you mentioned, they're, they're hurting or maybe they don't feel like they, you know, didn't bring Mm. it, whatever it is on themselves, or maybe they feel like they've been misunderstood or treated unfairly. And, you know, the truth is because of the world we live in, you can choose to be cynical and discouraged and angry because there's a lot to be cynical, discouraged, or angry about, but yeah, and that's the easy choice, too. But the good news <laughs> of the gospel is that we can choose joy. That's the message of Christmas. Yeah, it is. And, it and is. so I guess the question is, how do we actually do that? How do I actually choose joy? Because joy is not, you know, having perfect circumstances, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, when, when I think of choosing joy, I think of the shepherd's in Luke chapter two, yeah. here are these guys yeah. that they, they had a job that nobody wanted. We <laughs> we tend to over maybe I, we make the we kind of romanticize it yeah. a little bit, don't we? All oh, these shepherds in oh. the field, and we see the the beautiful picture of the shepherd out there, and it's this beautiful clean field, but actually it probably stunk. <laughs> and the they shepherd, probably stunk. The sheep stunk. Uh, it was just a bad situation. I mean, they they had a job nobody wanted. Right. They exactly. were the lowest in the socioeconomic ladder. Nobody wanted their son to grow up and be a shepherd. Yeah. Right. That's it, right. it was, uh, I mean, think about it. There you are all day watching sheep. I mean, what kid goes to the zoo, Pastor Jeff, and says, <laughs> hey, mom, let's go see the sheep first, right? I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's go see the sheep. <laughs> let's go see the giraffe or the lion. But, you know, how did the shepherds choose 
Joy, how, how did they actually do it just, just practically? Well, I mean, as you, as you look in the scriptures, um, in Luke chapter 2, you referenced one of the things they did was they, they made that choice by obeying. They did what they were told to do. The the, the, sh- the angel said, go and see, and they said, let's go and see. <laughs> yeah, and know? I love their immediate obedience, too. Right. You know, yeah. often we obey, but it's only after we've exhausted about every other possibility, it seems like, or right. we try to help God out a little bit. Right, and I think in order for us to obey like that, hmm. we have to get over the fear of of what that might cost us or the hmm. fear of of the unknown. Because sometimes, like as in the case of Abraham— God asks us to do something that he doesn't fully lay out the whole plan for us. Mm. He says, I'm asking you to take one step and just trust me with the rest of them. And it's it's very much like uh, that, uh, you know, the Indiana Jones movie where he's mm. standing there and he's he's looking down into this gorge and he's got to got to take that step of faith. And, and there's no walkway there. And so he sticks his foot out and he takes the step and all of a sudden he lands on the the walkway and it's painted just like the floor of the cave and there's this amazing walkway that we didn't know was there. When we choose joy, when we choose to obey, sometimes that joy comes just because we're obeying, even though we don't know the end. And and that is fearful. And and if I'm really going to choose joy, I've got to release my fear. And and again, I think of the shepherds, the angel shows up and the angel said the same thing, by the way, that angels always say when they show up <laughs> yeah. in the Bible. Every yeah, time yeah. an angel shows up. He's, yo, yo, don't be scared. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Calm down. <laughs> Fear not. Do right. not be afraid. Right. And, and I think part of the reason is because angels aren't at all what we make them out to be today. They no. don't like. They don't look like Cupid. No, thank goodness. <laughs> yeah, I mean, angels in the Bible were warriors, right? right they yeah. they weren't babies. They're not sitting on a cloud playing a harp, right? Yeah, I mean, they, they weren't effeminate men yeah, with yes. long blonde hair. <laughs> yeah, right. And, and there's so much fear at Christmas. Mm-hmm. You know, people fear being alone. Right. Maybe right. this year, another year has come and gone, and you thought you would have found that special someone. Yeah, uh, maybe yeah. this is um, mm. you fear not seeing family this Christmas. Maybe your job is in jeopardy yeah. this year, yeah. or maybe you fear seeing family at Christmas. Yeah, now, yeah. maybe you do fear that. Maybe that's what you fear, right? <laughs> right, right. But uh, we have to release that fear. All right, we got to release that. I mean, we are an anxiety laden society. Absolutely. And you know, to choose joy, you got to, as you said, release the fear of the mm. unknown, release the fear of change. Right, I mean, mm-hmm. you, you know, joy is not found you know, in our possessions, right? Because th- that's happiness. You know, happiness comes from the word happenstance. Right. Uh, you know, right. c- circumstances come from the word chance. You know, but joy is not based on those things. Joy is based on our on our choices. I've got to actually choose it, and and it's not found in my my possessions, but really in the power of God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I think about that passage in Philippians where it tells us to to think about the good things, mm. you know. And and there's so much of this that we we kind of expect just is is like, well, okay, I'm a Christian now, I should be joyful. Mm. God should have made me joyful by now. That's not the way it works. It is a choice. It's something we have to choose to do. We have to choose to release the fear of, like you said, our possessions, the 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 our job, the things that we need, the circumstantial things around us, 
And it's, it takes effort on our part. We have to fix our minds or think on these things. Yeah, because I think, think we, we have a natural tendency to have our minds go to things. And we think, mm-hmm. you know, I'll have joy when I get whatever it is. Right. I get a new house. I get a new car. I get a new job. I get a new spouse. Right? I mean, whatever, whatever it is, I, mm-hmm. I'll find joy then. But, again, think of Joseph and Mary. I mean, they're poor. She's nine months pregnant. They're traveling mm. to a strange city. They're joy, unmarried. They're unmarried. <laughs> joy is yeah. not found in, in in things. Absolutely. And so if I'm going to choose joy, I've got to really release my fear and follow Jesus. And when we think of Christmas, there's lots of fear. And I've got I've to let those fear let those fears go. And when we come back after the break. I think we'll dive more yeah. into that thought. We'll be right back after this short break. Fincastle Baptist Church Highlands Campus is excited to invite you to our Christmas Eve service. We will be having two candlelight services this year. One will be at 2 p.m. at our Highlands Campus, and the second service will be at 4 p.m. We invite everyone who's interested to come. For more information, visit us at www.fincastlebaptist.org and press the Highlands Campus option. Now, back to On the Way with Pastor Kevin and Pastor Jeff. Well, welcome back to On the Way. I'm Pastor Jeff, and I'm here with Pastor Kevin, and today we are talking about joy. How to have it, how to find it, what do we have to do to get it? And uh, we talked about in the first segment, we said joy is a choice, and we have to choose to do certain things. Just like the shepherds, they chose to obey, and they experienced joy out of that obedience. We have to choose to to release the fears in our lives, the things that hold on to us and, and keep us captive and keep us from really experiencing the joy that God has for us to experience. And you know, I was reminded in the first segment as we took our break and we talked a little bit in the break, uh, 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse mm-hmm. 7, it says that God has not given us the spirit of fear, yeah. but of power and love and a sound mind. And, and so often we said in the first segment, we, we place our joy on things. Mm-hmm. You know, I had a plan for my life growing up. Yeah. I thought it was going to make me happy, and I was pursuing that dream. And I'll just be honest with you, I was miserable. Mm. I was running from what God wanted me to do, and it was not pleasant until God got a hold of me and said, hey, let go of your fear. You know, and I think that ties in, Pastor Jeff, to really how we choose joy is mm-hmm. realizing who Jesus really is. Absolutely, that, yeah. You know, he didn't he didn't stay a baby in a manger. That's right. He, he, you know, he... he and when I see, when I think about, again, the story out of Luke chapter 2, when the angel shows up and says those famous words, do not be afraid, and then the next verse, today a Savior has been born to you. Mm-hmm. He is Christ the Lord. You know, it's really having the right perspective of who God is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Acts chapter 4. Hmm. Salvation is given under, uh, there's found in no other name other than the name of Jesus. There's no other name under heaven given among men where people should be saved. You know, and I like what you were talking about how, you know, the difference between whether I'm joyful or miserable is found really in my perspective, what I focus on. And you mm-hmm. were touching on that, how I have to 
train my mind, as Philippians yeah. 4 says, to think about the right kind of things. Yeah, I think so often we think that it's just going to happen. Like it's some magic pill. We get we get saved and, and God just poof, all of our problems go away and we are joyful. It's not the way it works. I'm sure Paul in the prison cell facing his execution didn't really feel like being yes. joyful. Yes. Paul and Silas chained up, having just been beaten, didn't really probably feel like being joyful, but they chose to do that. They chose to praise and be joyful. Why did they do that? Because they knew who Jesus was. Mm -hmm. They realized that Jesus was the Savior of the world and that he was Christ. The angel goes on to tell us in Luke 2 that he's Christ the Lord. Yeah, and and so, yeah, when we we think about who Jesus is, you know, he is— the Savior of the world. Mm-hmm. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born for you. And I think that's so important that we understand who the Savior of the world is, that there are not many ways to heaven. Right. We call this on the way because yep. there is a way, and there's only one way to heaven, and it's through Jesus Christ. That's it's not right. by you trying to keep all the rules, it's not through Muhammad, it's not through Allah, it's not through any other religious teaching, it's mm-hmm. through a relationship with Jesus Christ. And if I'm going to have joy, I've got to know who he is, that he's the Savior, and then Jesus is the Christ. That means he's the Messiah. Uh, that means he's the promised one, the one mm. that had been predicted. And then he says, the Lord, a Savior mm-hmm. has been born for you. He is Christ the Lord. And right. that means he's the CEO. He's the boss. He's the <laughs> one in charge of my life. Yeah, yeah. And you know, there's a difference between knowing about Jesus mm. and knowing him personally. Yes. You know, it says the angels or the demons believe that Jesus is God, but they don't know him personally. They don't understand what that really means. And we have the opportunity as as humans, especially that Jesus came to this earth, especially at Christmas time. He came, like you said, not to stay a baby, but to redeem us. And we can have a personal relationship with him because of what happened at Christmas. And because he is Lord. Uh, you know, when we think of history during this time when an angel shows up and says, born to you, someone who's a Lord, you know, during this time they said Caesar is Lord. Right. And all of a sudden now this angelic being is declaring there is another Lord. And Mm. and that's what early Christians were thrown into the Colosseum to be eaten by lions for. Uh, That's why they were... (laughs) Uh, you know, burned at the stake. That's why there were martyrs. That's why their heads were laid on chopping blocks because they would not deny Jesus mm. as Lord. So really the question today is not, does someone believe Jesus is Lord? The question is, is he their Lord mm. personally, individually, as you were talking about? Yeah, and there's there's a difference there. And, and you've got to make that a personal thing. And it's it's up to each one of us to do that. Just like you said, there is a way, one way, and he can be known, and his name is Jesus. Yeah. And and then I love what the angel says next where he talked about the sign. He said, this will be a sign for you. You know, Mm -hmm. here's your sign, right? You'll find a baby (laughs) wrapped in cloths lying in a manger. And 
really, if there was ever a time that we need to recognize the signs, mm. man, it's it's today, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. you know, when, when we think of maybe driving on the interstate and we see signs, right? Uh, you know, joy is is found in having the peace and the presence of God, not in my position wherever I am. Uh, mm. You know, that's, that's so important that I understand at Christmas that joy is not found in my circumstances, but in the comfort of God. Because mm. as you mentioned, Paul was in terrible circumstances. Yeah. He was in prison. Right. Yeah. But he had the comfort of God that he could sing praises to him at midnight. Yeah. And you know, I just I just was struck with this thought. As I was listening to you talking, and it said that uh, they'll find the baby wrapped in clothes and tightly in cloth lying in a manger. Mm. I've always wondered, how did the shepherds know where to find the baby? Yeah. And it just hit me. Maybe I just had an apostrophe or an epiphany or whatever it's called. <laughs> I don't know. But these were shepherds. Right. So they knew what a manger was. Right. They probably had taken their sheep to that particular manger to feed at some point. And so they knew where to look for the baby. Again, because what is a manger? A manger a is not trough. a nice little box that we build for yeah. a Christmas play yeah. at church. It was, it was, say that again. It, it was, was just a, a, actually, some say that it was just a hewed out stone yeah. that, that they fed animals out of. Yeah. So it's either, it's a feeding trough. Right. I mean, it's, you know, it's where the cows put their nose and, mm. and not exactly, by the way, a sanitary place for a newborn infant. Right, exactly. And it's not the place you would look for a king. Today will be born a king, right? Uh, it's not where you would look for a, for a king or for a savior or for the promised Messiah or for the Lord. You would go and look in a palace. But God in his sovereignty saw fit to announce the birth of his son to the poorest of the poor, kind of indicating his, his mission on earth was to reach the poor. And, you know, the lost. You're on the way somewhere. Today And as you're listening to this and you're on the way, we sure hope that you are on the way to heaven and that you, this Christmas season, will choose joy by re- releasing your fears, by realizing who Jesus really is mm-hmm. and recognizing the signs. And after we come back after the break, we're going to go maybe the fourth practical way mm-hmm. you can choose joy this Christmas. Be right back. Fincastle Baptist Church Highlands Campus is excited to invite you to join our church family. With programs and events for kids, youth, men, women, and the church in general, you are sure to find some way to be involved and connected to our community. On Sundays at 9.30 a.m., we have connect groups available where you can study the Bible and share life experiences. Then, at 10.45 a.m., join us for our in-person Sunday service with live worship and a message from one of our pastors. If you have kids, we've got you covered. Your children can join us for an active time of biblical lessons. Kids Church happens at the same time as our church services, so both you and your child can hear the Word of God. Our youth don't get left out on Sundays either. On Sunday evenings at 6 p.m., Fincastle Students Ignite is a time of gathering, games, biblical lessons, and discussion. This is an opportunity for students to deepen their faith and experience the freedom that comes with Christ-centered community. There's a lot more happening at our Highlands campus that we have to offer. For information on our church and our programming and events, 
go to fincastlebaptist.org and click on the Highlands Campus link. Now, let's get back to On the Way with Pastors Kevin and Pastor Jeff. Well, welcome back to On the Way. I'm Pastor Kevin and Pastor Jeff, I'm really enjoying our discussion about mm-hmm. the ways to choose joy at Christmas. By the way, yeah, I, well, you know, what's your favorite Christmas carol, Pastor Jeff? You know, I mean, oh. there, there's some classics, <laughs> right? You got O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. You got Silent Night. Yeah, yeah, Obviously, yeah. about this discussion, you got Joy to the World. Right, but what right, would be one right. of your favorite Christmas Well, carols? I'm afraid if I tell you, you're going to make fun of me. No. No. <laughs> okay, well, I... I really like the old, old Christmas songs, like like, the, like Grandma got run over by reindeer. Older, or what? older, know? much okay. older, like okay. hundreds of years earlier. Okay, go ahead. I'm, I'm I really down. like the song. Okay, now you probably I don't know if you've even heard this song. It's called "Low Helen Rose Air Blooming." <laughs> did you just make that up? I did not make that up. That's actually a song. That is a song. Yeah. And it's wonderful. It's beautiful, and it's just gorgeous. But probably one of the, I think Bach wrote it, so it's a long, okay. long time ago, right? So, but um, one of the more modern ones that I really love is the song "Still, Still, Still." It's just a beautiful song. You've never heard that one either. And that's have a you? modern song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to Google it and see who. Well, when was it? Uh, <laughs> before we totally lose the audience, Come talking on, about now. songs that no one has ever heard of. Oh uh, my goodness! When we think about choosing joy, is something we have all heard of. But what songs sometimes cause us to do is to renew our faith, don't mm, they? I mean, I hear yeah. a song and it maybe just ministers to me or encourages me and. You know, again, I think of the shepherds. Here are these shepherds out here doing a job that nobody ever wanted, a boring job, same old, yep. same old. They were undoubtedly Jewish. They might have heard rumors about this king. Uh, they had been looking, waiting for the Messiah. You know, they were hoping that mm. it could happen. Yeah, they've been looking for him for a long time, hundreds and thousands of years. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, an angel shows up and says, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Mm. Mm. I can't imagine what that must have felt like. First of all, I'm sure they were absolutely terrified. Right. I would have been too, which is why the angel says, don't be afraid to begin with. Right. But the announcement that these shepherds heard the first people on earth to hear about this promised Messiah that David had talked about thousands of years before, that Moses and Abraham were looking for thousands of years before then. You know, All of it, a sudden, here they see him. Yeah, but, wow. I, but I love the announcement, and I love that last little part, will be for all the people. Right. It, you know, yeah. it's for everyone. Um mm. We often say here at Fincastle Baptist that no matter who you are, no matter where you've been, Mm. no matter what you've done, God's grace is available for you today. Amen. And joy is not found in gifts. Right. (laughs) It's found in the good news of the gospel. You know, joy is not found in the gifts under the tree. It's found in knowing the one who hung on a tree mm. so we could be forgiven and have a relationship and have the assurance mm. of, of eternity. You could say it's not found in a gift under the tree, but it's found in the gift in the manger. Mm, there yeah, you go. Yeah. yeah. So, so I think joy, Amen. you know, it, it, 
it's so easy, Pastor Jeff, just to miss the wonder of Christmas. Yeah. Just to miss it. Yeah, sometimes I will, in the evenings, when it's quiet, <laughs> I have three kids at home, so that doesn't happen very often. Yeah, about 2 a.m., Yeah, right? about 2 <laughs> o'clock in the morning, it gets kind of quiet around the house. I like to just sit in the living room around the Christmas tree, and uh, sometimes I'll be reading a book or something, and then I just, sometimes I'll just close the book and I just think, what must that have been like? Well, how, how exciting and terrifying and encouraging and joyful that must have been. And I think it's just astounding, and we do miss that wonder sometimes because we're so busy and we're so, it's just tyranny of the urgent. We've got to get those presents done. We've got to sing the songs. We've got to attend this and go there and do that. And we don't have the time to sit down and think, but we really need to. Goodness. If there's ever a time where we need to ponder what it means, it's Christmas time because this is the beginning of God's plan to redeem us. And and of all the things that should bring us joy this time of year, and really all throughout the year, I love what Luke chapter 10 says, that we should rejoice that our names are written in heaven. Yes. The thing that should bring me the yeah. most joy is not who I will or will not see at Christmas dinner. <laughs> right. uh, what should bring me the most joy is not if I'll get a Christmas bonus. Uh, what should bring me the most joy is not the joy that I find in the gift that I'm getting for someone I love, my spouse, my children, my parents, or what have you. But really what should bring me the most joy is to know that my name is written in heaven. And when the yeah. angel says, for all the people, the good news of great joy is for all the people, right. you can have joy today. Again, it doesn't matter your circumstances. It doesn't matter your situation, but you can actually choose joy if you don't miss the wonder of Christmas and really renew your faith is what we're talking about. Absolutely. And you know, when it says that I bring you good news of great joy, which will be for all the people, guess what that means? That means you, the listener, matter to God. Mm. He loves you. Mm. He sent his son to this earth for you, and that's good news for you at this time of year. Not only that, but you're not here by accident. Mm. God has a plan for you, and He has something He wants you to do. But probably more than that, and we talked about this this past Sunday as we as we talked about love last week, but this week we're talking about joy. We can take joy in the fact that God sent Jesus to be born as a baby. Why? Because He wanted a relationship with us. Yeah, and we can't renew our faith unless we have faith. That's right. <laughs> you know, the, the, it's got to start somewhere. It's got to start somewhere. <laughs> and and you're listening to this podcast or you're listening to this radio program today, and we believe you're not listening by accident, that nope. God has divinely purposed that you stumbled upon this, or maybe you always listen. Mm-hmm. Um, just to encourage you today, because this is a hectic time of year, and it's a time where the age-old themes of Advent, of joy and love and peace, so we, we talk about them all the time, but man, they're so hard this time of year, and yeah, joy especially. Really uh, we talk about joy to the world, and we act like the world includes everybody but us in our yeah. circumstance and our situation, but mm. you can choose joy today, and joy, what is it? It is choosing to apply God's truth and God's power 
to your circumstances in this imperfect world. Mm. That's what joy is. Yeah, yeah. And you know, we talked about joy and not being found in gifts. Joy isn't found in presence, mm. like the gifts under the tree, but it is found in His presence, having Him in your life. Choosing, like you said, to apply His truth and power into the circumstances of our life in this imperfect world. So as we wrap up, our encouragement to you today is whatever you're fearful of, mm. you got to do like you got to do like the shepherds and release those fears. Yeah, you yeah. got to re- <laughs> you got to understand that joy is not found in fear, but in following Jesus. You got to release your fears, and and then you got to realize who Jesus. is really is mm. that he's the savior of the world that he's the christ that he's your lord uh, that you know him personally you have a relationship with him and then you recognize his working in your life and then hopefully at christmas mm. you'll renew your faith yes it's all important lessons for us to learn if we can help you please reach out and let us know we would love to hear that you're listening send us an email the email will be at the close of this broadcast and we're so thankful that you've joined us and i hope you and your family have a joyful holiday season you've been listening to on the way with pastor kevin and pastor jeff do you have a question for the pastors? Feel free to email them at otw at fincastlebaptist.org. To listen to more on the way, visit fincastlebaptist.org slash otw or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening to us while you are on the way.